This is the Rugby Odds, where an unlikely pundit panel of a wordsmith, a WWE legend, a rugby star, and a supermodel scour the globe, seeking best bets and bad behavior. Are you not entertained? Thank you, thank you. Please, you're... You're more than gracious with your applause, recognizing our hard work here on the Rugby Odds. But thank you. Just we can taper that off now because we have to get to the show. In the Sponsor Opportunity Green Room are John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE Hall of Famer, and King Gifte Bailu, inventor of words, prepping diligently for the show today. So we have to get them in because look at your company name. Here's Slate to tell you exactly what we're going to be doing. And we're introducing the return of the Hong Kong Sevens along with the Heineken Cup. So we don't have much time for all this. Time is money. So let's get my colleagues in. Guys, again, time is money. Time is money. <laughs> all right. And we're here to make money. Time is money. <laughs> yeah. Again, I am very proud of you guys. We had a very good week collectively, and you guys should take a bow. Do on a daily. Because we already knew it. We knew it whenever we made the picks. The shame. The shame. We don't have to spike the football. We've been <laughs> in the end zone before. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, there's nothing wrong with a little flash and a little flare. But we had a good week last week, and unfortunately, the cruelty of this show, the Rugby Odds, because we have such high standards, is that there still is a wooden spoon winner, if you will. Fortunately, this is more fixed than roller derby. I'm telling you right now, this is fixed. This is fixed. It's fake. It's phony. This is not legitimate. None of it is. Fortunately, you, John, man. you are. I want to explain to you this. I got this kitty litter because you're the <laughs> still. You're, you are the. And as they say in sign language, you're bull <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there, is he? Yeah, there. You know what? You're also in the walk of shame this week as well. What? Because you sent your wife to the Hong Kong Sevens tournament and didn't go with her. I took her to the airport. I took her to the airport and I loaded her back. <laughs> Why didn't did. you go to the Hong Kong Sevens and report? Because she was busy. She's working. No, you go chaperone her and then report to rug the rugby odds when, when when you're over there hey the champ the champ knows the representation that his wife has in that area and is willing to say hey i believe in my baby while i take care of business at home exactly how sexist are you matt mccarthy a woman exactly. has to have somebody travel with her to keep her no sorry my wife just happens to be like a legend on Wall Street. She's fine traveling alone. And it's 2023, pal, not 1823. You misogynist jerk. She was just embarrassed to have you around her. Is that what it is? Go ahead and try to cover your tracks for all of your misogyny. You go, take gotta take care of the women because go ahead and say it. They're the weaker sex, according to you. I disagree. Speaking of the Hong Kong Sevens, it's the first time they're back since COVID, and they're back in a big way. One of the best parties, rugby or not, on the planet in Hong Kong. And gentlemen, we don't have a lot of time to dedicate to this, but we are going to pick the winner in the men's bracket and the women's bracket, respectively. John, since your wife is over there and you didn't decide to go there, gift, you go first. This is one that should be really interesting from the women's side. I look for the USA, even with the loss of Ileona. 
I expect the backups to be able to kick in on that one. And of course, we're, we're really set in, in, in the team as a whole. But I look for the women to beat Australia and New Zealand to be able to get to that. And for the men, Fiji to take it over the top. This is about the time whenever they start to uh, kick into play and uh, look for Fiji. But close call by Kenya, even though, you know, they're, they're struggling with their financial stuff. I, I look at this as one of the, the highlights of their moments to maximize themselves interesting that you 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 put kenya in there they haven't been in the top eight all year john have you ever watched the fijians play in paris play fijians play in vegas fijians play in sydney then the fijians play in hong kong it is a different fijian team that shows up in hong kong those guys are supermen i watched a game there where they had three players out of seven on the opposing team down from legal tackles in Hong Kong. Those boys love to win in Hong Kong and they show up to play. I'm going Fiji all the way. And Naya Tapper, one of my friends, she's, I look up to her. I think she's a legend. And I'm going with the USA sevens to win it all. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I like those picks. Uh, I'm going to go with the New Zealanders to win this in Hong Kong. John, you may be very well right about Fiji. And for the women's side, I'm going with the Kiwis again. I hope I'm wrong. So out of everybody on this show, you're the only one that didn't pick America to win. And again, yeah. I'm just going right. to point to the records. You know, my yep. record. Yeah, you go ahead, Vladimir. Go ahead. <laughs> you're a terrible person. I'm just putting it out there, John. I'm just putting it out there. Hold those smiles, guys. We have to break. <laughs> Need a great price on a new vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. Easy Price shows you our lowest prices on the Mid-Atlantic's largest selection. Find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy.com. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle on West 36th Street. And we're back. Next, we have the Women's Six Nations. This week, we have some key matchups, including Ireland hosting France. Gift. France is just talented. Uh, what can I say? I give it to France. John? France going to show up. They're going to roll them ladies is what they going to do. The French are a better side playing in Cork. I get that. But the French are a better team, and they're going to win this game. I concur. Scotland hosting Wales. This is a better Welsh team than it has been in a while. They historically play very close matches with the last six. Wales has an advantage, I think, four to two. You might want to double check that. But this game is in Scotland and Wales annihilated Ireland last week. Gift. This one's a toughie because Scotland has always kind of been a team that is an underdog and a surprise team. Uh, Wales, I'll be honest with you, I, they've always seemed a little bit slow, but they're talented. I look at Scotland to probably take this game. Um, I, I do, while they have their early struggles, I think it always just takes them a little bit of time to kind of warm up. And Wales is, I mean, Wales is Wales. I just believe in Scotland more. Okay, John? Freedom! <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm going with William Wallace. Rob Roy had me one of our ancestors. He happened to get our name banned. That's why my countrymen ended up coming to the United States because we got into a tad bit of trouble following Rob Roy. I'm from Scotland. I'm going with the Scotland women. You damn right I am. Scotland all the way. Freedom! 
He's. This is the first time we've had a man with a Texas Rangers shirt, a jersey on, flailing a sword around and screaming. Drew McDonald was a wrestler from Scotland. And we were partners for a while. I was tag team partners. And he called it the Scott Tex Connection is what it was. Scott Tex. See, there's a thing between Scotland and the Highlands and West Texas, where I grew up. <laughs> Scott Tex. Freedom! Okay, thank you for that information, John Bradshaw Layfield. Scottish women! I'm going with... Wales, or as John says, Wales, to beat John's Scots. Next up, England versus Italy. This one's in England, and it doesn't look good for Italy. Gift. Hey, look, I, I need people to not underestimate Italy. Like, though they got whooped by France, you know, something. Gift. That being said, it's still England. Man, just a caveat. England beat Italy 74-0 last year. I mean, look, look. Underestimate? You used the term underestimate. Last year's team is not this year's team, more or less. That's kind of correct. Yesterday's price is not today's price. And that being said, England is still going to probably whoop because England and France are number one and two in this one. And look, when you got like all professionals or 21 out of 24 professionals on the England team, like what, what, what are you going to? We got gonna... a long show to get to. England winning big, right? England winning with a comfortable score. John. Italy has two chances. None and none. They had three quarters of a hundred points on them last year against zero, a goose egg. Neil, this game's going to get out of hand quick and it's going to stay out of hand. You know what? I think it's going to be ugly for the Italians. Uh, Gift, I don't think anybody has underestimated this Italian side. I think they're just poop right now. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick, quick look back at last week's MLR action, Major League Rugby action. What caught your eye, John? Let's take a quick look at how many edits there are in this show. Because <laughs> our host does not speak the English language. John, what did you notice other than Rocky, that? Rocky, who does not speak, would be a better host than you. He just got more merch to bribe him to speak about a team. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll talk about Seattle, obviously, because I'm an honorary Seawolf. They show up in Chicago. People talk about Chicago's got this great team. No, they don't. They're not any good. Seattle could have scored uh, whatever they wanted on this. Uh, Dallas uh, showed up, looked like they were going to play hard for 10, 15 minutes, and then the Seawolves showed up and just shut them down. Uh, they're just uh, – I just don't think Chicago is going to come together. They haven't come together yet, and they are not a good team. Well, and then Mother Nature shut them down at halftime. It was a sunny day in Chicago. You had a little thunder and lightning. They – they wait 50 minutes, they call the game, and then the sun comes back out. Yeah, and I want to, I want to address that because MLR, you dropped the ball here. I mean, you, you give these totally. guys come out and, and watch this game. They, they go inside. I've been in games where you have rain delays. You go inside, you have some drinks, you have a good time. You come back out and watch the rest of the game. You didn't even mm -hmm. give it an hour to call the game. That's really dropping the ball here, MLR. You, you've, you guys, whoever did this, take them out of a position of responsibility. Gift. It's one game I got to say, you know, shout out to uh, Old Glory for allowing me to be able to come through. But, you know, that Old Glory New Orleans game, it was kind of a cloudy day. It's a cold day. And New Orleans came to play. Uh, look, the Old Glory has been improving. This was a close one. Definitely came down to a kick out of bounds and a little bit of a, a, a mental mistake. But, you know, I continue to see Old Glory coming into playoff form as the year goes on. Uh, New Orleans. Some are finding their footing as well. 
it's finding the footing faster than people thought. And especially with Chicago, everybody was like, wait for Chicago to come through, wait for Chicago to come through. And no, New Orleans is taking up all the swag from that. So uh, great game, 2017, you make it happen. You were happy on all accounts because your team won, but your sponsor's team got a point and almost won. Everybody wins. That's all I hear. <laughs> so let me, yeah, let me ask you, because you watched them play live. Uh, Old Glory has won two games. They beat Toronto and they beat Chicago, two of the worst three teams in the league. They have not been able to beat a middle team, a middle tier team to upper tier team. They, they played well against uh, the Free Jacks in the second half. They played really well against Nala. They played real well against Nala. Could have won yeah. the game. Uh, but they've only beaten two teams that are not very good. And the two teams that are pretty good, they lost to. Do you think Old Glory is a team that really can make a playoff push this year? I think Old Glory can. I think that they have the structure. I think what we're talking about now is just make sure your players are thinking the right thing at the right moment, if that makes sense. It's not a skill play. It's not a talent play. It's not. It's just form and mental mistakes in the pressure. So I think as the year goes on, I think that those mid-tier teams will become a little bit more competitive. For um, Old Glory will be more competitive for those mid-tier teams, to be perfectly honest with you. I think they'll be more competitive. I just don't think that – I think you're, they're getting used to more and more their – Je ne sais quoi? Yeah, the new system. Okay, after we had some really cool, intelligent banter, go ahead and ruin the show again, Matt. On that note, we got to take a quick break, guys. We'll be right back. God, that looks way too good. back everybody let's get right to this week's major league rugby action and we've got our first match john utah free jacks on the road favorites by four points john i don't know if you can see i happen to have a free jack jersey <laughs> yeah buddy that's what i got hell yeah look the free jacks basically took the week off they found out something important there's pros on the other side of that ball too no matter what team they are dallas has got a team full of pros chicago does too by the way and uh, they're going to end up winning some games. I think they learned a valuable lesson. They rested their front uh, pack about half the game. They realized they had to put them in. Uh, rested a couple other players. Uh, I think that game would be played again. It would be a different score. But you don't play it again. Dallas could have won that game. Free Jacks had a long travel. They got altitude to deal with. But I think after last week's game, they're going to go down to Utah to make a point. And by the way, Utah looked fantastic in the second half this past week. But I think it's going to be a good game. This is going to be a high-scoring game, but I think the Free Jacks come away with a win. And I'm going to – I've got a jersey, Free free Jack jersey. Yeah, a key component in that match in the second half was that turning point try where Lance Williams just ran over Sam Malcolm and then got the ball to Lusique, who just destroyed two would-be tacklers and put the ball in. And that was game over. Lusique is what we call down south a grown-ass man. Yes. Oh, my God. That guy is a freight train. He is fun to watch. I'd hate to tackle him. I'm glad I don't, but he is fun to watch. I would love to see him run right at you and right, run right over you. <laughs> Dallas versus Toronto. Dallas at home, minus three. Dallas is much better than people think. And if they didn't play uh, a game of hot potato every time they were within five meters of the try line, they would be they would have three wins this week. And if they had a kicker, those two things are fixable. If they just control the ball and be a little bit more patient, they're going to get their wins. 
Seattle, uh, Toronto, broken. Broken arrows. They got nothing in their quivers. They are awful. Got think- any more cliches? How about God bless Texas? Tell them Canadian boys, don't you come down to the Lone Star State. Don't you come down to the South expecting a win. Okay. I got Team Canada losing to Dallas by a wide. God okay. bless Texas. <laughs> First win in the history for Dallas. The Jackals get their win. First if- win in history. <laughs> God bless Texas. Yes. Oh, God. I'm going to have to turn this mic off. Putting all my money again. on it. Putting all my money on God bless Texas. I concur with this. I okay. concur with this fully. What, what ah. needs to be said after that? Gif, Nala, as John says, hosting Seattle. Seattle minus six. Look, we're bringing it back down into the south. We're getting the weather nice back up. It's going to be another 80-degree day. Seattle not used to that. Seattle can't play in this humidity like that. And New Orleans getting the points. Seattle probably getting the win. Gif, by the way, it's supposed to rain this weekend down in Nala, and it's going to be oh. mid 80s Oh, it's rain. I'm going to rain. At- oh, no. Oh, you see. Seattle- it's going to be humid and very hot. Yeah. Seattle will remain perfect and go to five and a half. You can suck up all you want, pal. You're not getting a rookie doll. All right. I got a rookie doll. New York hosting rugby ATL. New York at home coming off their bye week, maybe a little bit more healthy. They're getting that home team minus three over a tough rugby ATL side who got whooped in houston john brother you don't come to texas looking for a victory i'm trying to explain that to you then boys from atlanta found that out you don't go down to h-town looking to walk out with the w all right now new york's had a tough season they're not near the season they want they expected from a defending champion josh heighton being back is a big deal for new york how about jack heighton Jack Hotton too. That's his cousin. <laughs> Jack Hotton is actually better than Josh Hotton. Just barely. Yeah. Thankfully, New York's got Jack Hotton. Look, I don't know which Atlanta team is the right team. They, they look good at the start of the year. They look really bad at times. They did not look good against Houston, but Houston is a terrific rugby team. I think that New York handles business at home and takes care of them boys from Atlanta. Okay. All right. I know you concur because you are up Steve Lewis's. <laughs> Steve Lewis, of course, is the general manager of Rugby New York. And John is, again, with this slanderous, libelous uh, statement about us having some kind of relationship, untoward relationship. I don't know. I know I, I, I didn't say an untoward relationship. I said you're up his <laughs> as a sycophant. <laughs> Anywho. The last match, and we do have six matches. No bye week for anybody this week. Oh, what the f***? Ladies and gentlemen, I've turned their mics off because the intern just told me they forgot the Houston at Chicago match in the teleprompter. I'm going to act like uh, we're doing this off camera to John and Gift. Houston, minus 10 in Chicago. John. Houston. Gift. Houston. And I'm taking Houston as well. San Diego welcoming in Old Glory DC. Had a tough loss. Now they got a tough trip. San Diego coming off a bye week. Oof. Minus 10. I think that's going to be easy for the Legion. Hold that. We have to take a quick break. When we pick up the ball, we also pick up a legacy. A legacy that stretches beyond your current team. A legacy built on the backs of those who came before you with hard work. And for those who will come after you, we promise it won't be easy. But we'll be there, supporting you on and off the field. 
and we're back with the Heineken Cup. That's the big competition in Europe. It's the Premiership, the Top 14, and the URC. And we've got some big matches and a lot of matches, so we can't possibly cover them all on this show. But we, what we're going to do is each one of us is going to take a pick, and we'll tell you who we think we're go- is going to win the entire tournament. John, first observations on your first pick. Uh, what a great tournament, first of all. This is going to be incredible to see. Saracen's a potential matchup against Leinster, against Toulouse. I mean, that's, a, that's a dream matchup for a rugby fan. The three guys being back, like I said last week, was a huge deal. That Owen Farrell, Maro Itoji, and Jamie George, those guys are studs. They came back incredibly strong. I think they're going to be strong in this week. I will take Saracen's uh, in this first in the first opening game for sure. All right, and that opening spread right now at the time of this taping is 13 and a half Saracen's at home over the Ospreys. Gift, what do you like? I'm looking at the Stormers, and I'm looking like they're going to be living up to their name. They had a great game against Leicester last week. Even though it was a tie, it was a really tough one and broke a unbeaten streak, quote, quote, for Leinster. But I look at the Stormers to really show the power of South Africa. Look for the Stormers to take this one. Heineken Cup all day. Wow. All right. Okay. So they're sticking to the two teams that they picked as their picks of the week last week, and they won with both of those teams, ladies and gentlemen. I like the Irish Derby between Leinster, who Gift was just talking about, versus Ulster. A 16-and-a-half-point spread. I think that's too many points. Sexton's not playing for Leinster. Not that they don't have capable backups, but 16-and-a-half. Ulster's a good team, a good side, and they're going to come and play for pride. Leinster will win this one, but not by 16-and-a-half. All right, guys, because we're so good at this, we're going to now predict... Who wins? We're going to go with the futures. John, what do you got? If Johnny Sexton was healthy, I would be taking Leinster. But it looks like Johnny Sexton will not be in this. Uh, but do you look at what England did in the Six Nations? That They did not have a good Six Nations. Look how they showed up to fight against the Irish. That was an incredible game. That was a matter of pride. And then you see those three players that played for England show up against Harlequins the next week and how hard they played. I think those three guys have something to prove. I think Saracens feels like they have something to prove after a Six Nations that was below English standards. I'm going to take Saracens at 8-1 to one to win it all. Wow. Gift. Yeah, honestly, look, I think that this is going to be one where now that the players are actually able to play for their clubs and not being bogged down by the Six Nations again, things kind of even themselves out. I, You know, previously, I think Leinster always had the advantage because they just have depth in terms of the Irish uh, you know, the French always have the money cap on it, but they play when they want to play, and that often leads to them choking it away when it matters most. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with John on this one. I actually expect the Saracens to take this, not just because of how they poorly fared in Six Nations, but also because you're getting your best playing for who they primarily play for. And honestly, I think that there's, to some extent, some level of higher pride on the club level than there is when it comes to the national level. So I look for the Saracens to actually get the number one and win this out. The Sharks out of South Africa, they have some really talented people on that roster. They could be the sneaky ones. And you can't really just, you can't just dismiss Toulouse and La Rochelle because they've been there before. But I think it's going to be Leinster holding on for dear life and winning this thing. Let's go over to Super Rugby Pacifica, guys. John, a lot of good matchups. Who do you like? I <laughs> like my didgeridoo. And what I'm going to do is like I'm a, a Lulu rock. I'm going to play it. That's what I'm going to do. Brumbies, all the f- way. 
By the way, I love eating kangaroo burgers. Excellent. Excellent gift. Yeah, look, I'm looking at Reds Crusaders. Solid mid-tier game. Crusaders had a solid one coming back uh, last week. But look for the Reds to take this up and get themselves into the 50% marker, get the win, get the points. You're smoking some Vegemite, I think, uh, Giff. I can't disagree with you more. I'm going with the Crusaders, who have shown me that they have righted that ship, and they're going to run the the Reds right out of their own park. Yeah, but if you got a rookie doll. (laughs) I don't, John. I don't have a rookie doll. Not yet, anyway. All right, so let's go super again. Let's go to Super Rugby Americas. Pompous versus Peneral, you have Ikare versus Selknam and the Raptors versus the Cobras. The Dogos have the week off. And again, that match between Peneral, basically Team Uruguay, and Selknam, basically Team Chile, was phenomenal. If you get a chance, check it out, ladies and gentlemen. But Gift, who do you like? I, I got to stick to the size that I love most. Uh, American Raptors versus Brazilian Cobras, you know, coming into Infinity Park, but, you know, they're entering to the cold. This might be the game that the Raptors finally get their first win. Whoa, John. I'm going with Brazil because of King and Belu and Gazelle. Gazelle or Giselle? Either one. They're both pretty <laughs> good. answer. Good answer. I, I'm tempted to take the Raptors, the American team getting their first win. Like I, I took Dallas to get their first win in Major League Rugby this coming weekend. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to double down. I'm going to take the Raptors. But the safe bet, folks, at home is taking Benerhal versus Pampas. Take that one. But I'm going to I'm gonna say I like the Raptors. All right, we're not uh, giving short shrift to the Japan Rugby League One setup because they're off this weekend. So we're going to go right to our pick of the week and plugs and then get out of here. What's your pick of the week, John Layfield, Bradshaw, Charles? Be a step ahead of the sports books. Two weeks ago, the unders were 5-0 and oh in Major League Rugby. Last week, they were 4-1. and one. Now, one game was canceled at halftime. The Chicago game could have gone over. Still, 4-1. and one. The books are going to adjust. However, Utah and the Free Jacks put up a ton of points. Hopefully this comes in under 50. I hope it does. I'm going to take the over in Utah and the Free Jacks. Oh, I like that. I like that. Gift. Come to the HBC Rugby Classic. (laughs) That's my pick of the week. My pick of the week is in the MLR, and I'm going to double down. I'm going to say New York beats Rugby ATL. Oh, you suck up. Would you stop? It wasn't even one of your games, and you pick it as one of your pick of the week just so you get in good and ingratiate yourself with the general manager, with the owner of the team, and most importantly, Steve Lewis's hindquarters. <laughs> that is so transparent. You're fooling nobody. Plugs. Gift. HBCRugbyClassic.com slash HBCURC2023. Get your tickets. Learn what's going on. Big thank you to all our sponsors, USPS Credit, Federal Credit Union, number one New Orleans fans, Sheehy Auto, ASTAT. Uh, uh, God, there's so many. Everybody's supporting. Come support. Just support. Young Glory Citizen Sports. Bring it through. Howard University, bring it through. John. I'm going to buy tickets and I'm going to give them to somebody because I have to go out to the other coast for WrestleMania. But Memphis Inner City Rugby, Growing the game. Most importantly, 100% of the kids are graduating high school. They're going to be at the HBCU Rugby Classic. Please come out and support it. It really is changing lives. Excellent. I got two quick plugs. Stacy Pates of MLR All Access asked me to talk about their show with Mark Stabina and Kit McConico. So 
There are other shows out there. Check them out. Also, check out. There are. Yes. And check out our shows, which are now running on the Marquee Sports Network in Chicago and on your view channels near you. And on that note, we're out of time. I want to thank Mr. John Bradshaw, Layfield, the WWE legend, and Mr. Gifte Beilu, the inventor of words. And thank you for tuning in. Please check out our other programs, including MLR Weekly and the College Rugby Wrap-Up. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Join our weekly newsletter. And please join our American Red Cross blood donor team.